thank you to Kenneth Copeland Ministries for sowing the airtime for this broadcast. There's enough power in every sick room and in every hospital room to raise up that sick one that may be describing you. Yes, you yes. may be in a sick room. Yeah. You may be in a hospital room. And I want to remind you, power is present. That power is there to do a work. Believe in what's present, not try to get something, but notice that he's already made it yours. It's present right where you're at. Say, I receive that power. I receive that power. I receive it right now. I receive it right now. From the top of my head. The top of my head. the soles of my feet. The soles of my feet. Welcome. We are so glad to have you with us today for Jesus the Healer. Thank you for joining us. And I tell you what, the Word never disappoints. And so we're hungry today. You know, one of the keynote, keynote scriptures that God has had us to focus on through the years is found in Romans chapter 1 and verse 11. And it, Paul was writing and he said, For I long to see you, that I may impart some spiritual gift to the end that you would be established. Yes. Well, that word established means strengthened. Uh -huh. It means fixed. It means set. Uh -huh. uh, so that why? So that we're not swayed off the word. Right. And so uh, while we're ministering today, we believe for impartations yes. that happen. Uh, impartations can come through the laying on of hands. Impartations can come through private conversations. Impartations can come through prayer. But impartations can come through the teaching and the preaching of the Word. So we're believing that it's not just words you hear, but impartations that carry, they, they contain something in them. They, it lands in you. Amen. So that it helps us to be a better doer of the Word. And so we're believing for that for you today. And I tell you what, release your faith. With the Word you hear, say, I'm going to be a doer of that Word. Amen. Um, health healing and long life are part of our inheritance in Christ. That's what Jesus paid for. If you need healing, that you receive healing. But we also should just be able to walk in a life of health and that that, long, that, that life of health ends up in long life, not shortened life. Amen. That's part of our inheritance. And I tell you what, it cost Jesus everything for us to have those benefits and privileges. And we want to make sure that we're skillful in our part of receiving of that flow. Um, I want to go a bit of a different direction uh, today because I think it's so important. And the Spirit of God began dealing with me in a very specific manner about the passage that we're going to teach out of and the direction we're going to go. Turn with me, if you would, to 1 Corinthians chapter 11. Get out your Bible, get out a notepad, pen, pencil, your device, whatever you uh, use to follow along and be able to write down things that God would say to you and God yes. that he would deal with you about. Yes. Um, we have a unique passage here in the sense that Paul in writing, we're going to read the passage about what we would commonly recognize as verses talking about communion. But there's something that Paul adds on in the recording about this passage. Now, in three of the Gospels, now the Gospels are Matthew, Mark, 
Luke and John, the first four books of the New Testament, those record Jesus's earthly life and ministry. All the rest of the books of the New Testament are called the epistles. And uh, so these, these books that contain the, the, the four gospels that contain the record of Jesus's earthly life and ministry, three of them talk about this, the, what we would call the last supper, the act of communion that Jesus shared with his 12 disciples. Paul had the same experience to where Jesus uh, brought him into the revelation of that event that night at the last supper. Paul records much of what is recorded in three of the Gospels, but there's further revelation that Paul gives. And that's what we're after today. The, the further revelation that was given through Paul to us that is in connection with communion because it has to do with our health and it has to do with long life. And so I, I, when we talk about healing and talk about receiving our healing from God, it would be a mistake to leave this passage out because it's very specific. It's specifically connected to our health. And so we need to be well acquainted with this passage and not just treat it like it's a communion passage. It's connected to a healthy life and connected to a long life here on earth. So let's read it together in 1 Corinthians chapter 11, and I'm going to start reading in verse 23. Again, this is Paul's account. Now, you know, Paul wasn't there. Right. Right. And he's not just telling something that the disciples that were present at that last supper told him. This is what Jesus imparted to him. Jesus revealed to him. Uh, Verse 23, Paul says, for I have received of the Lord. Look at this. He didn't receive this from the apostles that were present. He received this of the Lord. For I have received of the Lord that which also I delivered unto you. Now notice this, what he received wasn't just for him. What the Lord revealed to him was not just for him. It was for him to pass it on. And many times we have to realize as ministers and really as believers, things that God will show us. Sometimes it's very imperative that we pass that on to people. Share that with somebody else. Amen. Amen. Uh, Sometimes he may have you to hold something to yourself. Mm -hmm. He may. But if he wants you to share it, it's what he shows is not always just for us. And this is what Paul is letting us know. What Jesus revealed to him was not just for him. It's for us. He delivered it unto us. And then it goes on in verse 23, that the Lord Jesus, the same night in which he was betrayed, he took bread. And when he had given thanks, he broke it. And he said, take, eat, this is my body, which is broken for you. This do in remembrance of me. It doesn't say do it in memory of me. Do it in remembrance of what this represented. Now notice Jesus's words here, take and eat. Uh, You you can't eat it if you don't take it. (laughs) You see, what is this? An act of faith, take this. And no one can force it upon you. You have to have a taking motion of your own desire to take and eat. This is my body. So the bread was representing 
that his body would be broken. So he broke off the bread and he said, take and eat this. Well, well what does that mean for us spiritually? We are to take and eat his word. Amen. Right? Amen. Take and eat it. Yes. And we, how do we eat it? We meditate on it. We feed on it. We, we, we process it into our spirits. We drive it into our spirits. Well, you know, when you take food, um, you don't just hold it in your mouth. You right. chew it. Right. You chew it. And once it's ready, you send it on down. Yeah. Why? Because then it's fed through the rest of your physical yes. body. Yes. To, to take the word and eat it so that it's fed into the every arena of our life. Yes. Amen. It's simulated and taken in. So he said, take, eat. This is my body, which is broken for you. This do in remembrance of me. Well, his body was broken so that ours could be whole. Yes. Amen. 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 His was broken so that ours won't be broken. Amen. Um, so we have to remember that, that when something comes that tries to break down our health, yeah. break down our well-being, we go, wait, I remember. Yeah. I remember that Jesus' body was broken so that mine wouldn't be broken. Now, he said, remember that. Do this in remembrance of me. And so when we're receiving communion, and you know, you don't just have to be at church. Um, You can be at home and you can say, wait a minute, I'm a doer of the word here. And you can do this in your own home. And you do it not in memory of Jesus, but in remembrance of what he provided. It matters what we remember and it matters what we, what we forget. Amen. Don't forget that his body was broken. At a time when yours is being attacked, remember that his was broken so that yours could be whole. Amen. Verse 25, after the same manner also he took the cup and when he had supped, saying, this cup is the New Testament in my blood. This do ye as oft as ye drink it in remembrance of me. Again, he's telling us to remember something. What are we to remember? The New Testament, the new covenant, this covenant that went into to place at his death was activated by the blood. Everything that belongs to us of the new covenant is because the blood made it possible. Amen. So this, he said, this cup is the new Testament in my blood. This do as often as you drink it in remembrance of me. So he's giving us something to do naturally to remind us of a great spiritual work. Amen. Amen. That his blood was poured out. His blood was the price that purchased the new covenant that purchased the blessings, the inheritance, the, the, it purchased our oneness with the father, our access to the father, uh, our entrance into the family. Amen. By the blood of Jesus. Thank God for the blood. Amen. We're saved because of the price of the blood, the blood that cleanses, the blood that washes, Amen. Amen. The blood that makes it as though we never missed him. Wow, that's right. He says, now remember this. Remember this. When, when guilt, condemnation, yes. all, uh, all these things that try to break down our fellowship with God, accusations, yes. 
the devil's the accuser of the brethren. He's going to try to accuse you with your faults, failures, weaknesses. Remember the blood. Remember that the blood activated a covenant and brought you into the inheritance of that covenant. Amen. So he goes on in verse 26 and he says, For as oft as you eat this bread and drink this cup, you do show the Lord's death until he comes. You show it in your body. You show it in your health. Amen. You show it in your fellowship with God. Uh, Now verse 27, Wherefore, whosoever shall eat this bread and drink this cup of the Lord unworthily, shall be guilty of the body and the blood of the Lord. Now, look at this. Whosoever shall eat this bread and drink this cup of the Lord unworthily. He's not taught, he didn't say unworthy. Because Jesus made us worthy. Amen. By what he did for us, we are worthy. He made us worthy, not because of anything we've done, but because of all that he did for us. The word here is not unworthy, it's unworthily. Right. And it would, it, we, we, we could say it this way, irreverently. Mm-hmm. So don't, okay. we, could, we could read verse 27 this way, Wherefore, whosoever shall eat this bread and drink this cup of the Lord in a manner that's irreverent. Mm-hmm. Shall be guilty of the body and the blood of the Lord. To be irreverent is to not is to be casual toward the price it, he paid. We don't treat that lightly. Amen. It cost heaven everything. It cost him everything. It cost the Father his only Son. Amen. He sent his only Son to pay this great price that could not be paid otherwise. Could not be paid by anyone else. Be reverent about that. That means it's set apart. It's holy. It is not a casual light thing for us. It's weighty. Don't treat this as a light thing. It's a weighty truth. Amen. And so we're not to treat this irreverently because it says if we're irreverent, we're guilty of the body and the blood of the Lord. Look at verse 28. But let a man examine himself. And so let him eat of that bread and drink of that cup. Well, we we know this. Um, To eat of that bread and drink of that cup, he said, first, let us examine ourselves. Well, what are we examining ourselves? Well, are we in the faith? Are we being obedient to what he's dealing with us about? We can't hold to wrongdoing hold to sin, hold to disobedience, and then go receive these emblems that signify his body and his blood. That's to be irreverent. We're not casual about this. These are serious, weighty things. And so we don't treat this lightly. That you don't, if if you're not born again, you don't receive communion. (laughs) You don't do it. You don't do it because this is a very serious thing. You don't want to be guilty of the body and the blood. Amen. And so uh, he says, first let a man examine himself. What's that mean? Well, are we in the faith? Are we, and when he says let him examine himself, is he remembering that Jesus' body was broken? Is he remembering 
that the blood was shed to activate the new covenant blessings for you. Do, uh, now see that we need to examine ourselves. Are we remembering what he told us to remember in these previous verses? So that's one way that we need to examine ourselves. If we forget those things, we're going to not be walking in the light and we're going to be robbed from by the enemy. So let a man examine himself. Amen. And so, and, and we could put it and then let him eat and drink of that cup. Now look at verse 29. These are the verses I especially wanted to get to. For he that eateth and drinketh unworthily. Now what did we say unworthily was? Irreverently. Without regard for the weightiness of this. Without regard for the price that Jesus paid. Being forgetful of what we're told to remember. We're told to remember that his body was broken. Told to remember his blood was shed, activated the new covenant. Remember that. For he that eateth and drinketh unworthily, irreverent toward this, he eats and drinks damnation to himself. That's being guilty of the body and the blood of the Lord that's Mm -hmm. spoken of in verse 27 that he's eating and drinking damnation to himself. Why? Not discerning the Lord's body. Not remembering, not applying to your own life by faith that he did that for me. His body was broken for my body. His blood was shed for my salvation, my redemption, my right in his inheritance to be one with the Father. It it was a great price. Amen. So again, verse 29, for he that eats and drinks unworthily or irreverent toward this, treating it lightly Mm -hmm. or casting it aside is unimportant. Setting it aside is unimportant. He eats and drinks damnation to himself because he's not discerning the Lord's body. Verse 30, for this cause, for what cause? Not discerning the Lord's body. For this cause, many are weak and sickly among you and many sleep. He's talking about Christians. He's talking about believers. For this cause, many are weak and sickly among you and many sleep. Or we could say this, they die prematurely. So verse 30 shows us a progression. Weak, then sickly, then premature death. If there's weakness that is trying to attach itself to our lives, I'm talking about even physical. Pay attention. Examine yourself so that it doesn't progress to sickly. And then sickly progress to premature death. We can catch ourselves along the way of that progression. Weak, sickly, premature death. Let's catch ourselves. That's a progression. Let's catch ourselves. Amen. Amen. So look at verse 30 again. For this cause, for not discerning the Lord's body, many are, look at that word, many, not a few. Many are weak, they're sickly among you, and many sleep or die prematurely. For if we would judge ourselves, we would not be judged. But when we are judged, we are chastened of the Lord that we should not be condemned with the world. Amen. 
Well, we read a lot in that. There's a lot in those verses, aren't there? Okay, let's go back and break it down even a little bit more with verses 29, verses 30. The last phrase of verse 29, not discerning the Lord's body. For this cause of not discerning the Lord's body, many are weak, sickly among you, and many sleep or die prematurely. He's not talking about the unsaved. He's not talking about the world. He's talking about born-again Christians. And this is one of the few passages we see in the Bible where it points at, here's a cause. Why my people are are weak physically, they're sick, and they're dying premature. So that means when when God spotlights it this way, we need to emphasize it. We need to be aware of this. So let's talk about for a moment, what does it mean to discern the Lord's body? because this is the cause for weakness, sickness, and premature death with many in the body of Christ. We need to know what it means so that we don't arrive there. There's a twofold application to this passage. The first way is basically a very forthright understanding. The first application of this is not discerning the Lord's body, failing to discern that Jesus already paid the price for our sickness, for for weakness, for sickness, for a premature death. He already paid the price. When people don't discern that he paid the price in his body, with his body, if we don't discern that, we'll end up we'll end up carrying in our in our body what we shouldn't. So failing to discern that he already paid the price with his body is a reason why many are weak, sickly, and dying premature. Why? Because they're not taking their stand against that sickness and disease and saying, no, you don't. Jesus paid the price. You're not putting it on me. They're not discerning that Jesus already paid the total price for their salvation, their healing, their victory, their redemption, everything. And so what happens when they don't discern it, they don't exercise their faith for it. Now that's key. When we discern it, we're exercising our faith for it. If we're not exercising our faith, we're not properly discerning as we ought. So if we don't discern that sickness and disease was laid on his body, we won't use our faith as we ought. Mm -hmm. When sickness and disease tries to show up and we say, no, you don't. Amen. Amen. So for this cause, people not exercising their faith in the price that Jesus already paid, this is why many are weak, sickly, and dying premature in the body of Christ. Then there's a second application. Now, because Jesus in his body and on his spirit, he took the sin, the sickness, the disease of humanity, paid the price, right? So we're discerning what he did physically and spiritually for us. Mm -hmm. But there's also why did the father's plan send his son to the earth? Because the father wanted a family. That's why the Father sent Jesus to pay the price for humanity so that they they could become a child of God. God wanted a family. Amen. 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 So this family that Jesus, Jesus' blood purchased, Mm -hmm. his body paid for. 
It's called the body of Christ. We are called the body of Christ. Every Christian is a member of the body of Christ. Once you're born again, whether you're taught or not, you're still a member of the body of Christ. The blood purchased you into the family, purchased you into the body of Christ as a member. You are now in him. Amen. Amen. Now we go back to verse 29, the last phrase, Mm -hmm. 1 Corinthians 11, verse 29, the last phrase, not discerning the Lord's body. Not just his physical body, but now his body in the earth is the body of Christ. Not discerning the Lord's body for this cause. Many are weak, sickly, Mm -hmm. and dying premature. So the second application, not discerning the Lord's body is number one, not discerning his physical body that he bore in himself, the price for sickness, disease, and sin, but not discerning the Lord's spiritual body, not discerning the body of Christ is the second application of this phrase. So this refers to Christians not discerning that they have a place in the body of Christ and they're not discerning their responsibility in the body of Christ and the supply they are to receive and the supply they are to bring to the body of Christ. For this cause, many are weak, sickly, and they die premature. It's important that we understand. Um, You say, well, I just got saved last week. You're still part of the body of Christ. I just got saved last night. You're still part of the body of Christ. With that divine privilege comes divine responsibility. And so when people don't learn their responsibilities toward the body of Christ, the body of Christ at large, the body of Christ, God's family that's in the earth today, Mm -hmm. when they don't learn and discern their responsibilities toward it, they don't take their place. They have a place, but they're not functioning in that place. They're not taking their place and bringing their supply. And, for, for not, and because they're not discerning the Lord's body and how that is affecting the body of Christ yes. for this cause, yes. many are weak, sickly, and die prematurely. Right. Amen. 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 Well, I tell you, there's so much that is involved in this. Paul said, this is the reason why many Many. many. There's, I would dare to say there's many in the body of Christ who don't understand their place. Right. Yes. They don't understand their role. Yes. They don't understand their responsibility. Mm-hmm. Well, see, we have to be taught. That's Absolutely. Right. Yes. We have yes. to be taught. But then we have to seek to know also. Amen. We have to That's be right. good students yeah. and not treat it lightly and treat my place in the body as optional. Amen. It's not optional. It's not optional. The supply I'm to receive and the supply I'm to bring is life and death. It's a matter of life and death. It's not optional. Well, we're going to be doing some more teaching along this line and we're going to dig in because why? This is part of living a healed life, a healthy life, a whole life. And so we want to have you to make sure that you join us for upcoming episodes because we have not even scratched the surface. There's more to say, more to do. And so we want you to join us. And we're so glad you joined us today. And remember this, Jesus is the healer. God bless you. 
To watch or listen to today's message and other messages by Nancy Dufresne, visit DufresneMinistries.org. In Nancy Dufresne's book, A Supernatural Prayer Life, you will learn how prayer moves the plan of God forward. Order this book now at DufresneMinistries.org. Please join us for our annual Holy Ghost meetings in Marietta, California, January 6th through the 11th, 2023 with Nancy Dufresne. We are also excited to welcome Kenneth Copeland and Richard Roberts as our special guests. For more information, please visit our website at DufresneMinistries.org. We trust you've enjoyed this message. Visit us at DufresneMinistries.org to learn of our upcoming meetings, share your testimony, submit a prayer request, or visit our online store. Thank you to the friends and partners of Dufresne Ministries for making this production possible.